My name is Joanne Averson, and this is the podcast, Pain Removed, Performance Improved. Today's episode of Pain Removed, Performance Improved is going to consider stress. Stress is a word a bit like stiffness that mainly carries negative connotations. We think of stress as something that brings us down, things are stressful, that's really stressy, that stressed me out. And we use it as a term to describe things that are getting too much for us. In one of the biotensegrity interest group meetings that I attended once, I remember Dr. Wilbur Kalsik, who coaches international elite athletes all over the world and big player in the Canadian Olympic team. And he said, stress to a human is like sunlight to a plant. It's essential. And this was several years ago. And I remember thinking, Wilbur, what do you mean by that? I thought stress was a bad thing. We don't want stress. That triggered, that statement triggered a sort of thoughtful process of alchemy as I transformed the meaning of the word stress and remembered from earlier experiences in my life where I've seen dolphins and whales swimming, that they have an echo sonar, a radar system that feeds back what's around them and allows them to locate themselves in the water, locate other things around them, shape through very subtle frequencies, their environment or recognize the shape of it so they can navigate it. And that's when I got the key. I thought, what if stress is actually more like our inner radar? It gives us a feedback mechanism for what's around us. Is it possible to be more neutral about it or even have it have good connotations. Because the truth is, when I first started learning yoga, and I'm very bendy, and I had to hold back. I had to toughen up a little bit, strengthen, or what's the word, make more taut my tissues in order to respond and resist and strengthen myself or honour my elasticity more because it's naturally so flexible. And it became such a key thing for me to understand that I could do too much yoga for my tissue type. That's another whole world that we will enter at another podcast episode. But the point was that some stress was actually really good for transforming my tissues into a more optimal integrity. Now, when I say stress, we are in an era, this 2020, where I think very, very few people in the world haven't had to deal with rapid change and stressful situations. We would all describe them as that. However, I offer you a distinction between stress and strain. Stress 
can be good in that it offers a sort of resistance that can raise our game if we know what to do with it. And what I mean by that is there's also a question of how long we're under stress before it becomes a strain. And I make a distinction between stress and strain because stress is useful and strain needs a different strategy to handle it. So let's be a bit nuanced about how we use these words and focus a bit on stress as something that could be quite valuable to us. So I'm going to offer you an anagram. And that is that stress actually stands for suitable, timely regulation, energizes self-sense. I'm going to say that again. Suitable, timely regulation energizes self-sense. So let's break that down. Suitable means appropriate, as is appropriate at the time. Timely is the at the time bit, but also time appropriate, appropriate timing for an appropriate length of time before stress becomes a strain. So while we're dealing with a stress, we might raise our game at the time to meet it. We might discover that we have an ability to deal with something that we didn't know we had. I think the issue comes in, not with the original stress necessarily, although it can, but with the idea that that stress is repeated and repeated and repeated and we don't have sufficient support in time to manage it and transform it into an increased ability. Rather, it becomes a strain because we don't have the support structure in place and we become overwhelmed by it. And I would put that in the category of strain for the purposes of this discussion. So what we're looking at now is the timeliness. We've got a suitable, appropriate timeliness and period of time while we seek to garner support. The third R for regulation and also resistance. Think of the radar of the dolphin, that there's a feedback mechanism. And if we don't dwell too long on the feedback and we take appropriate or suitable action at the time, we can transform that particular stress into some kind of feedback that helps us self-regulate. Now, I know the word resistance is often another negatively um, used word in the sense of what we resist persists. But think about it. If somebody does something we don't like and we get angry, we can use that reaction as information. We might consider that it angers us because we need to consider that aspect of things in ourselves. Or we might respond appropriately to put up a suitable boundary and that anger incites us to say, no, I'm not doing that. That's not appropriate or that isn't how it works. It could prevent somebody from having an accident. It could be a very powerful kind of resistance. So long-term resistance on a purely negative basis may indeed persist and have a negative strain eventually. 
However, I invite you to consider that as a feedback, it's information for us and we can use it powerfully to our advantage if it helps us to regulate that which is appropriate. The word appropriate comes from the same root as proprioception and the fascia of our form that is everywhere is our organ of proprioception. So resisting something might actually give us the ability to bounce back from it and make us stronger for it. E stands for energize, energizes. And energy is a resource. Elastic energy is a profoundly useful resource to the human body. And fascia is the guardian of that elasticity. And by elasticity, we don't mean stretchability. In fact, the opposite. Steel has higher elasticity than rubber because it bounces. And elasticity actually means stored energy capacity. And elasticity is free energy, metabolically free. So if by having appropriate stress, we learn to bounce back from it over time, the quicker we can do that, the more it can actually energize us as a nourishing feedback. We can nourish ourselves with it. That might sound a bit out of the box and need more explanation, but it can be valuable. Think back to the dolphin. It doesn't spend hours using its echo sonar off a rock, getting upset with the rock. It just gets that it's a rock and you swim round rocks. You don't try and swim through them. It kind of doesn't work. So using that quickly can energize us and give us the ability to get out of the way fast if it's appropriate. Or it can nourish our awareness and give us more information about what we can do. And if you think about it, most sports and physical activities are based on nourishing and energizing our ability to hit a ball accurately, move our bodies in space and time appropriately. So resistance is a very powerful feedback mechanism that actually energizes us. Lastly, five is the last two letters, S-S, self-sense. So fascia is our self-sense source at all times. So yes, we have a nervous system that gives us messages and receives messages, but the nervous system itself is made of fascia. The dura of the nerves are fascial designs. They are fascially formed. So the fascia, if you like, is the primary tissue of the body architecture. It's how the embryo self-assembles. So it's part of our self-sensing mechanism as we self-assemble from our original architecture. It's fascinating. So stress then stands for suitable, timely regulation, energizes, self-sense. So it can act as a feedback mechanism. It can act as a way of transforming, if you like, the lead of a stumbling block into the gold of a stepping stone. So the same thing that we want to resist that angers us, that sparks a reaction in us, may be the thing 
that inspires us to make the right adjustment, the right, take the right step, consider the right opportunity to turn that very same stumbling block into a stepping stone. It might offer us the segue to transform it. And that's a power. And stress can be a powerful framework if we can do that kind of reframe. Now, too much stress with insufficient support, as I've said, can turn into strain. And that can be much harder to deal with. That's another animal. However, I invite you to consider that the fascia responds constantly, moment by moment, every day, and loves a good bit of the right stress at the right time. Now, one of my very dear friends, Wibbs Coulson, I'll spell his name, W-I-B-B-S, Coulson, C-O-U-L-S-O-N, look him up on Instagram, did a gorgeous presentation recently about the breath, actually, but he was talking about stress. And what he said that was so brilliant, and I paraphrase, is that learning about stress and using yoga for that purpose isn't about getting rid of the stress. It's about our response to it. And he talks about breathing and different ways of breathing to slow down our responses and our consideration times. And I can't endorse enough what he said. Now, it was for the Movember um, program of classes that he's doing to teach about the breath and mental health awareness, because regulating breath is a bit like having the most refined pacemaker that enables us to adjust our rhythm and self-regulate. It really is one of the most profound self-sensing exercises. I love Wibbs's work. And if you look at his Instagram account, it's just gorgeous because he and Jenny Wren, um, Spirit Wren, she is on Instagram, Spirit Soft Space Wren, W-R-E-N, like the bird. They are great friends of mine and they have two Dalmatians and a Harlequin Dane. So there's lots of spots, Dexter, Daisy and Doug, and they join in their yoga. So it's just the most delightful work that they both do. And what I loved about Wibbs's presentation was this recognition that our ability to surf the waves of stress is actually what we have some power with. It's a brilliant presentation, can't recommend it highly enough. And I'm really looking forward to having Wibbs as a guest on one of my podcast interviews in the future. So I really hope this episode has given you some ideas to reframe stress, an opportunity to go online and look up Wibbs's work because it's just the most delightful resource. And maybe even do some breath work with him because whatever modality you favour or sport or if you're sitting around and not doing anything during lockdown, Wibbs's work will inspire you. And uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. He regularly works to remove pain and improve performance. So he's a man after my own heart. So with much love, take care, stay close, stay safe.